You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Good morning, students. It's obvious this morning I cannot be with you but we have been able to make this recording using the facility that we have with our brother Art Cortinal over in England. And uh, as a result, we're going to go through this opening class with you by just my voice, but also we will have uh, some slides for you to see. And Lord willing, while you're watching this recording at the very time, you're seeing this recording. I should be at the hospital in Cambridge for a stress test. And Lord willing, I'll tell you about that on Wednesday morning. So from the title, you can see that what we're talking about this morning is the name El Olam, the everlasting God. And that's what we're going to be speaking on uh, during this week. So let's start our proceedings this morning with uh, an opening word of prayer asking God for his blessing. Our Heavenly Father, thou art the one who has blessed us all with health and strength. You've given to us, Father, the opportunity to once again to come together to learn, to learn of thee and to learn our studies while we're at school. And we thank you for this facility and we thank you for our teachers for all those who contribute to make this possible. But Father, we thank you most of all for your word, for the blessings of being able to read this in our native tongue and to be able to study it at our will. We ask that as we study your name, we might be able to see, Father, the reasons why that you gave so many different ways in which we could learn of thee, in just your name, seeing the aspects of the Father, and especially in this one that talks about the everlasting nature of your rule and the way that you command things in the universe. Father, bless us, therefore, this day. Help us in all our ways to acknowledge thee, for we are sure that you will direct our steps. And we ask this prayer and give you our praise in the name of Jesus Christ, thy son. Amen. So, young people, our study is on the title El Olam. And that translates into English as the everlasting God. Now, the lines across this sheet are not just for decoration. They're as a hint for what this title means. You see, if we do a search, as this is the way we've been looking at all our talks, is we try to find out what this meant in Hebrew or in Greek, because that gives us the best insight to what the name means. And we see in this title from Genesis 21, verse 33, which is the first time it occurs, that we're talking about the everlasting nature of your name and of your existence. We notice that 
in that verse at the bottom, just above the yellow part, we have the word Yahweh, capitalized L-O-R-D. So yeah, that's the memorial name of God. And this is an addition to help us understand further things about it. The word God, as you can see off on the right there, means, or it is the word El, pronounced El in Hebrew. And it's a word that means strength. And I'm sure that other people are talking about this, but just as a review, or in case they haven't, we want just to mention to you that that is quite often associated with another word, which means who is being strengthened. You can see it occurs 242 times, so it's not an unusual word, but it's important to know that it basically means the strength of God. We see that in so many of the applications of our God. Now, the word everlasting, you can see up there, uh, the Hebrew number is uh, H5769. Now, it's very important to remember that number when you're studying it, because it doesn't always relate to everlasting, and we'll see that. But I want you to see what it means. I've just put that in blue off on the right. You can see it means the vanishing point. Very important thing, which generally means time out of mind, past or future. And then again, down at the bottom there, it means the word eternal or forever or perpetual. Now, the fact that it has different meanings is a very important when we see this. And what we want to do is just elaborate a little on this. We know that normally when we see something that's everlasting, it lasts forever. It's like that little symbol that means infinite as we see it so often. But that's not what this word means. If we look at this idea, olam, meaning the vanishing point, which was in the definition there, we often see that when we're looking at something. If we look down railway tracks and they're very straight and they go off into the distance, it looks like the end in a point. Sometimes we might think that, you know, there, there is no railway track if you go far enough. It just narrows down into nothing. But that's just the way we see things. And it's often that way. You might have noticed that in art, if someone's taught you this in art, that quite often you have to put a, a, a a vanishing point on one point and a, a vanishing point on the other side in order to make it look real. So it doesn't always have the same size height-wise. Sometimes it narrows down just because that's the way we normally see it. Now, there could be a third vanishing point here. And I'll just leave that with you. Maybe we'll be able, be able to talk about that when I get back. So vanishing points are interesting because if we were looking up at the, from the ground in Hong Kong, which is in China, at these huge and tall, narrow buildings, we would think that if they kept building them, they would eventually touch each other at the top. No, not really. That's, that's just the vanishing point of what we see. Or if we were in Dubai, in the United Arab Emirates, and we were at the top of one of those buildings looking down, it would look like all the buildings actually join in one point somewhere in the ground. No, not really. That's, again, just a vanishing point. 
So this is becoming quite interesting. What's that mean then in the Bible when it uses that? Well, you keep that to one side. And what I want to do is just look at another way. Because you see, if we look at this quotation in Isaiah 40, verse 28, where it says, Have you not known? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, Yahweh, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary, his understanding is unsearchable. Well, that word everlasting and that word God is exactly what we're looking at. It is the El Olam. And we would normally think because this is God that we're looking at the something that never has any beginning or never has any ending. But you can't really get that from that word. That's the point we want to make here. If we look at the word in English, the idea of everlasting, we do see something similar. Because when I looked at this word everlasting in, a, in the dictionary.com on the internet, it said the adjective means lasting forever. Okay, that's one thing we might expect. But it could also last or continue for an indefinite long time, not forever, like something like the everlasting hills on earth. Or it could be that we would use it like this. It's incessant. It's constantly recurring. As a person says, he is plagued by everlasting attacks of influenza. We don't really mean they're lasting forever because the person doesn't last forever. But that's the way we use the word. Or it's wearisome. It's tedious. So someone could be tired of someone else using puns all the time. And, and hence, it, it becomes wearisome or tedious to us. So language is really important. And if you can take more time to spend some, you know, give good attention in your language class or in the time you, you do work on things like this, that would really help you when it comes to the Bible. But you see, it leaves us with the question, if we're looking at the same word all the time, how do we know what to make of it? Well, here's one. If we look at this quotation, and it is that same word, it's from Exodus 21, verse 6. It says, in talking about a slave and his master, if a slave really loves his master, then his master shall bring him to the judges. He shall also bring him to the door or to the doorpost, and his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. Now, how would he serve him forever? Well, it, it can't be seen as living forever because the, the servant doesn't, neither does the, the master live forever. But it's using it in a, in a limited sense. It's as far as we can see, that is the vanishing point. We don't know when we're going to die, but it doesn't mean we go on for time after that in a relationship between master and slave. So the context has revealed the interpretation. And that's a very important thing when we come to read the Bible, to look carefully at the context. Well, look at this one. Here's, it says in Jeremiah 5, verse 22, our word appearing as the word perpetual. Same word. It says, do you not fear me, saith the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence, who have placed the sand as the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass beyond it? And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot pass over it. 
Well, if we look at this sandbar, which is rather famous in Christadelphian history, because that's where John Thomas was almost shipwrecked on Sable Island, which is uh, a few miles off the coast of Nova Scotia, we do know that sometimes big storms come and, and move a sandbar. And sometimes it would disappear and then maybe reappear. So the idea of perpetual here, again, grasp the idea of this vanishing point, something that has a lifetime, if you like, for a sandbar, but we don't expect it would live forever and ever. It's just that in our lifetime, it may there it be there and never change all our life, but it may not be there in the uh, time of our children or our grandchildren. Now, this brings us to our last slide this morning, but it's very important to talk about this because you might be thinking, well, you know, if I can't use this word forever to mean that it really means forever, then how do we know we'll live forever? Well, you need to go to all the scriptures. Quite often, that is the case. And you see, if we look at Luke 20 and how Jesus answered people who didn't really believe in the resurrection, look at what he said in verse 35. But those who were counted worthy to obtain that age and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given a marriage, nor can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels and are the sons of God, being the sons of resurrection. So actually to explain that we would live forever or that we would not die anymore, we'd have to go to another word. And this word tells us that what makes it possible for us to live forever is that we're like the angels, which do live forever. So that's an introduction to our classes on this word, which is going to be so valuable to us. This word El Alom or Olam. And uh, I want to talk about this again. So Lord willing, uh, we will look at the explanation a little further on Wednesday morning. At this point, we'll ask someone else to help us to get your hymn books and sing our morning hymn. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org if you enjoyed the episode then please share it with others until next time may god bless you in your studies and your walk towards god's kingdom amen